what. Did you ever wonder what it would be like if like I stood way over here in this corner of the room and then you stood way over there in that corner of the room and we run really, really fast towards each other and we just slam into each other, what would happen? You're going to find out? Let's do it. Let's find it. Okay, okay. All right, I'm, I'm going to go way up. over here. Okay, I'm I'm ready. One, two, three. Ow! <laughs> Why did we think that was a good idea? <laughs> Ow, my head hurts. So wait, wait. What is what is this really really amazing beautiful thing next to me? I don't know. It looks it looks kind of like both of us. It does. It got it's just got the curly hair like me. Uh-huh. And the brains and the planner is like you. Yeah. She's, like, amazing. <laughs> she's both of us. Yeah. I like it. So what's what's your name, amazing woman? I am Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> you never knew that. Dana and I actually birthed you, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so is it... You're, like, the best of both of us. <laughs> so best to me. to both worlds. I should stop singing on the show because no one wants to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing knowing some of the people on this show, they'll remix you into something and they'll be like, oh, dear, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> My coworkers uh, try to talk about stuff like that all the time because I like to do embarrassing things and fall on the floor and make weird sounds. And they all seem to video it right at the perfect time. I'm so. still waiting for someone to remix My Augustus Gloop. It's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe so, for our year anniversary or something. Ooh, yes. Sarah, you've done some really exciting things, too. You were just talking to us about how you did uh, ground control for Middlelands, and now you're hoping to get ground control for EDC this year. What was your favorite part about it? Um, well, it was my very first festival to start out with. So ooh. starting out my very first festival and doing ground control was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved walking around and talking and meeting all of these new people and the vibes were just so exciting. Everybody was so happy to be there. It was just, uh, that was probably my favorite part, just meeting all the new people. Mm-hmm. Did you have to figure out any, uh, like, was there any, like, crazy stories or bizarre things that happened to you? Not really on my shift. <laughs> I didn't have <laughs> to save good. any people or anything. Um, we just, I, I worked the camping section. So mm-hmm. I was up all night long with all of the campers and got to see all of the um, sound camps and everything. And we walked in between all of the tents and everybody's setups and we got to meet everybody through there. Um, and man, the sound camps went till 6 a.m. And that oh was insane. <laughs> Um, I would get pretty exhausted. I don't know. After a show, after I'm done dancing, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> so yes. really anything can be a campsite if you party hard enough and just fall asleep on the ground, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Might not be the best sleep of your life, but. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine some people like dancing and dancing and dancing. They're just like, All right, time to take a nap right here. And this is camping. Yes. Yes. How camping was born. Uh Or just find find a really big leaf and just pull it over you. They did that in their onesies. They went and got their onesie, unicorn onesies on, (laughs) and they would just lay in the grass and go to sleep. It really did happen. That can't be too uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm pretty comfy in a onesie. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't get cold. Mm -hmm. Your hair is protected from the grass. Yeah. So that way you don't have to pull out twigs in the morning. Unless you're a wild sleeper like me, sometimes I just like to... 
party in my bed, just like rolling around <laughs> on the, in the bushes and the trees outside while you're sleeping. <laughs> like, what is wrong with this girl? It's like just like flying around everywhere. She's asleep. Don't bother her. <laughs> but um, I don't know. That's really cool. I've wanted to try to do uh, ground control before, but I've always I don't know. I guess I feel like intimidated because sometimes I'm a little bit shy. So I don't know. Sometimes I'd be like, okay, well, I'm supposed to go bother this person to make sure they're okay. But I'm like, hmm, are you okay? It definitely breaks you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So Because I was there by myself, camping for the first time by myself as well. Wow. <laughs> so I was literally all on my own. So it definitely brings you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But and it was amazing. I would totally do it again. By the end, did you have like a whole like new contact list in your phone yes, of like friends? Totally do. And I keep <laughs> up with them on Snapchat and Facebook. <laughs> sure do. Did you get candy exchanged with you too? Um, I did, I think just two or three pieces, but yeah. most everybody else, I mean, they were just, you know, with their friends and everything. So, mm-hmm. and by the time I got to them after camp or during the camping, uh-huh. they had already traded everything during the, the festival itself. So they yeah. didn't have much left. <laughs> I ended up still some with extra after EDC and I didn't know what to do with it, but I'm so shy. I was just, just like, there was one girl in line. I was like, your, your top is cute. She's like, really? and then traded me then I think that's the only one I traded out because I got too shy which is not really the the point of going to festivals you're supposed to be more outgoing and hey but fun. we know the flu is a thing touching other people's <laughs> hands are a thing and you should just be yeah. like hey I'm gonna do this but let's hand sanitizer before we do this yes mm-hmm. <laughs> I, after lights all night last year I ended up getting like pneumonia so that's right. You were dead for I a while. I was dead. Whatever was blooming out there had you and Matt just, Mm-mm. just. That's called the Wook flu. It was from what I've heard. Awful. <laughs> oh my god. I was never felt so miserable in my life, and it started immediately afterwards, like the next day mm-hmm. after lights all night. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with me? Uh-uh. Not cool. So, top three artists. Who are your favorite? Oh, that's hard because I'm a newbie, and so I'm still learning all of these <laughs> new new artists. Mm-hmm. Um, my very first one I ever heard was Brills, mm-hmm. so it has to be up there. And then I'm I love Marshmallow. I can't <laughs> deny that. <laughs> um, it just it's so happy. It just it makes Dana you so loves happy. Marshmallow too. I do, but for different reasons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I didn't think about this. I, I've really started to get into bass nectar too, which is probably also, you know, a thing. So, did you go to Lights All Night last year? I did not. Uh, no, I wish, but I saw them at Midlands. So. Oh, yeah, that's where that's where the love grew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it, it started there, and <laughs> from a friend who was obsessed with bass nectar. So, yeah. there seems to be a few of those. Yeah, there are people out there that are like, yeah, bass nectar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now that one Dixie Chicks girl, too. She's a big fan of Oh, yeah. Well, right? Yeah. She did. She got it tattooed on her foot. Yeah. But she was she like, didn't Ooh. know what it was. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is a symbol for power and rebirth. No. no. Just for no, bass it's nectar. Not. <laughs> Isn't it the bass drop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's hilarious. I'm glad that we have we nectar fans are all, all across the board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So do you have some shows coming up soon that you're super um, excited to see? I'm going to see Res next weekend. So I'm going to be working it and working with uh, glow gods and putting glitter all over people. And I'm very excited about that. So, yeah. But I'm excited to see Res, too, because it'll be my first time. I haven't seen her before. Yes, it's going to be so. dope. Yes. <laughs> I have a question, but I don't want to rain on the parade. Okay. 
So there is concern. Okay, okay. Do you remember like back a couple years ago when they decided that it was going to be illegal to put those little micro beads inside of soaps and mm-hmm. things like that? Mm-hmm. They're saying that they're about to start doing that with glitter because there's so much of it washing out into the ocean and like fish are eating it and they're opening them up and it's like a party in there. Mm-hmm. So they made biodegradable glitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And that's what they use. There's oh, a lot okay. of yes. companies that are switching over. Yes, because of that really, reason. Yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. Uh, articles and stuff about that too. I was really mm-hmm. concerned. I was like, oh no, is this going to bring like the whole party down a notch? No. It seems to be more, from my understanding, like the more craft glitter yes. mm-hmm. type. Okay. Yeah. Stuff, don't, not don't body glitter. Lather, lather <laughs> oh, yourself in okay. craft, craft glitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've thought there are some, okay, so like I have. Mm. One of the reasons why I did not make it to Lights All Night is because I feel like I didn't have the right outfit. Um, and so I thought about just dousing myself in glue and rolling around in a bunch of glitter. <laughs> and then and then there we go. Like, it would have worked. I can put on a bathing suit and just roll around in some glitter and been like, ha, I'm here. Like, <laughs> you can't miss me now. <laughs> um, well, don't sorry. ever worry about outfits for <coughs> festivals. People mm-hmm. show up in jeans and a shirt and... I mean, I've worn shorts and a shirt to, like, Jackal and Luca Lush, like, mm-hmm. not that long ago. And I've done, I don't know, I've done it at several because it's just comfortable. So instead of having booty shorts that go up your ass, you know, like, uh-huh. it's just a lot. It's just better. I've been tempted <laughs> to just wear workout clothes. Like, take my comfy oh, shoes uh-huh. and, and like, some sweatbands. Like like <laughs> n- like Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> and then just been like, all right, all right, here we go. Like working yeah. out with the what is it, rocking out to the oldies. Yeah. Like, but like in in like a nice big EDM. Are you gonna get one across the forehead too? Yes, I mean I could. I think no. it should, and it should say Festacast right across the top. Absolutely, you're, you're gonna be the '80s raver. Yeah, that'll be your style. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be the so side cute. pony. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. You could do like the totally the bodysuit with like the leggings and stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, in the really high socks. The socks. Yep. And the yeah. tall shoes. Yeah, I had I like a Barbie this. like that whenever I was a kid. <gasps> what is it with the with the um a unitard with the bike shorts underneath uh-huh. it? Yes. Yes. It was called Working Out Barbie. Yes, that was her. Yeah. She moved in lots of ways. I love have to do that. Oh, now I can start designing rave clothes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you know what? You're about to go jump around a lot and dance a lot. Mm-hmm. You need the right tools that sparkle and shine like everybody else's outfits. This is the fun thing about rave clothes is it comes in all sorts of shapes and yeah. forms and sizes and you know, people wear, like, glittery, like, suits, like, body suits that are, like, the holographic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I would be a baked potato. Like, it'd be so hot. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. Like those leg things? The, the leg furry furries. Oh, fluffies. Fluffies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say furries. Different show. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I got furries on my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I grow mine naturally. <laughs> No, so thinking about, like, something like that, I feel like my legs would get too hot. Like, they need mm-hmm. to sweat freely. And, and I don't know. I don't know. I've worn them once. I'll never do it again. Yeah. It was way too hot. And, yeah. like, I mean, I could store stuff in there. That was cool. But <laughs> it's got pockets. <laughs> but that was about it. I kept, I'm so freaking short. They're supposed to go to, like, your knees. 
whatever. I had to cut mine, mm-hmm. and then they were still dragging all over the floor. So I had like white ones, and they were disgusting. I was like, nope, throw it away, done. <laughs> we're not doing this again. See, mine would be the opposite. It'd come like up mid calf, <laughs> and just be like, hey, these are my long socks. <laughs> they look, they look cute. I just, I can't do it. I don't like being warm. It's a very like I guess big pet peeve of mine is being like too hot and mm-hmm. that's that's why I like festivals in the winter too is that mm-hmm. I can just go outside yes, exactly. and so but walking there you're just like <laughs> it's so freaking cold but uh, EDC was a little rough for me because it was just a different kind of heat than good old Texas yeah, so girl. I'm excited I love talking about fashion on this show so mm-hmm. um, especially like DJs and the fashion choices that they make as well. I love oh, it. I got really quiet. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always like seeing how, like, you know, even if each DJ kind of quote looks the same, mm-hmm. they still have like their unique flair. Like, you know, Marshmallow definitely, obviously different. But like, um, I know I always default to Res. Not only just her glasses, she always has the hat and sports jacket yeah. and stuff too. But like, it's it's so unique across the board and. Yeah. You know, like but I mean, something has to light up. Something, <laughs> something has to light up. You like got Dapsick with his little light up and like hat. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not called a hat. I can't find the word right now. Like a little ninja. He's old ninja. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I can't find my words today. But let's go ahead and also meet our other special guest today. <gasps> you want to start the show? Let's do it. Let's start the show. So. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to FestiCast, your one-stop shop for everything EDM. Still working on the slogan. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the chrome... Wait. All the what? <laughs> your one-stop stop shop, like a like a chrome shop. One-stop shop. Oh. We chrome it all. Oh, my God. You got pencils? We put chrome on it. <laughs> FestiCast. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm Noe, and today we're here with... Dana. Woo-hoo. Sarah. And today's special guest is... King Mickey, or you can just call me John. <laughs> can I'll we call, call you King Howdy Mickey. Howdy. Can we call you Your Majesty? Oh, if you if you prefer. <laughs> I just I just don't want to offend royalty. Not no. on our show. Well, you know, I, I guess maybe we could do that. You All know, right. I, I try to keep a low profile. You oh, know, were all. you born but, into royalty? Is this how it happened? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. It's actually more of a old childhood nickname. Oh yeah. Uh, well, okay. My dad used to always call me King, uh-huh. and then the Mickey thing just got tacked on as an old inside joke with kind of my first rave fam, so to speak. Oh, okay. um, it was. Well, funny thing is I was messing around with LED gloves for the first time and I was with this girl that like had never been to any sort of like rave or EDM event before. And the first time she saw these gloves just light up, she was like, what the fuck is that? That is like (laughs) Michael Jackson, Mickey Mouse, (laughs) you know? And I guess it's one of those things you had to have been there. Yeah. But we all just like had like a huge laugh out of it. And then later, um, just my friend at the time uh, had just suggested, it's like, hey, you know, that, that should be your rave name, right? Because we were like talking about rave names at the time, but it was more of a thing where like you can't give yourself a rave name. Oh, no. Like it has to be given to you. And usually it's something that's maybe intrinsic to you, like a personality trait, or it's like a circumstance. So the inside joke became Mickey, and then I tacked on the King thing because I already had um, the nickname. And you know, of course, I'm awesome. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so You're wait, King. Now I have questions about rave names. Okay. If 
someone like trips and face plants at a rave and it's like their very first time, can somebody name them like Faceplant? You can. That is to be like, fair all right, game. I own that. I'll mm-hmm. I'll be Faceplant. Yeah. I don't um, know. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I think maybe How they does that work. Well, they have to already not have a rave name. Okay. Um, and well, I guess maybe they would have to accept it. I don't know. That is a good question. Okay, so there is a veto like, power here. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Let, let's say that there is. Yeah. I'm declaring it because I'm the king. Okay, there, you <laughs> yes. there you go. And, right. it, and so yes. mote it be. Here yes. We go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and yes, I have bestowed some rave names as well. Okay. So. Um, and yep, so that's just the the fun of it, you know. What's so. a creative, like a really creative, like grave name that you've given someone? Mm, well, probably my festy bestie. I would say I gave her the first part of her name, which was Arson, uh-huh. and then she already had kind of a thing going on where she would wear cat ears and stuff all the time. So it became uh, so she tacked on Kitty, so it became Arson Kitty. Uh-huh. Um, the Arson thing just came as an old inside joke where she would always just joke how she was gonna like burn my house down and stuff. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I was calling her like an arsonist. I was like, hey, you know what? That's we your right name, right there. Until it happens, right? Yeah. You're like, oops. Yeah, well, there was, um, you know, I, I finally got the insurance money last yeah. year. You know, so, yes. It's all water under a bridge yeah, now. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it was, it was a dark period of my life. Bless you know. your heart. Um, so tell us a little bit about gloving. What is gloving? What does it involve? It's one of the flow arts, but and we, we've talked about that a few times um, here on the show, but tell us about gloving specifically. Well, it's... Um, as you can see, it's a flow art, you know, derived from the hands, and it's a lot about, um, you know, using hand motions and also a little bit of your arms and upper body to um, kind of create a dance um, that accentuates the music, and then the LED lights really just, as you're accentuating the movement or accentuating the music, the the lights accentuate the motion of your hands. Mm-hmm. And I like to think of it as almost kind of like finger light bright. You know, okay. did you ever play with that <laughs> as a kid? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, um, I think out of all the flow arts, it's probably, I, I think of it as the most kind of like personal because of how generally it's performed. It's usually on a one-on-one um type of setup rather than just performing for like a large circle of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But it can be, you know, done in front of maybe a small group. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a a really um, relatively new flow art too. It started, um, at least when I started hearing about it, it was roughly about 2009. Mm -hmm. Um, So it isn't as long established, but it's been really growing into kind of an international community. I mean, they've got, um, you know, International Gloving League and, you know, the championships and all that. There's a large competitive scene for it now. And, um, well, now, I mean, now there's, you know, glovers who are sponsored by different companies that manufacture gloves. And, you know, they're more or less kind of celebrities, too, within the rave scene. I mean, you, know, you guys ever heard of, like, Amazing Lights and mm-hmm. – um, and, you know, they go to a lot of, like, these large festivals, like Face Milk Crew. That's, like, their whole, like, sponsored team. Uh, so it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a young flow art, but, you know, blossoming and really um, attracts all different types of people. Um, I think that's really what the exciting thing going on right now is, like, it's starting to even get outside of just the sphere of EDM, you know. I think uh, it's a... Um, 
I think a lot of people are just finding it's it's a really kind of like just meditative and it's fun to do even outside of just, um, you know, raves and festivals. So do you nice. have a <clears throat> favorite like color pattern that you can like set? I know my friend, he does his and his favorite is called Skittles. Or at least that's oh, what yeah. he calls it. So it's just like a bunch of different colors. And I don't know if you had like a color scheme or like a name that you're more prone to using. Man, you know what? I'm so glad you asked me that question. Uh, <laughs> I Okay, I guess I like to use a lot of different ones, but maybe my favorites are – I like to use like a combination of like greens, oranges, and purples. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are kind of like my three main favorite colors. Um, and some people like really like, you know, like very heavy strobes. Mm-hmm. I tend to like actually less strobe but more of a – kind of a like a solid light and then mm-hmm. I guess I don't know I guess as you do moves with it it almost looks like a salt like a snake of sorts uh-huh. um yeah and I do that and then there's I always like to work in like a rainbow pattern too it's really fun to kind of like change into um a mode with like all the colors like towards the end of a show I guess um you know it's it's kind of that's another cool thing about it is you know you can customize all your modes and even like customize which modes you change into during the show and um i don't know it's gotten really crazy with the actual technology the lights themselves oh yeah absolutely what was your first um like i guess show that you've given someone what was that like were you like nervous man you know i okay you know it's like when i got into gloving um i had like no idea what i was doing and there wasn't really a like a big established um like school of it so i honestly i was just really excited to just go in and because i i it was one of the first things i'd saw when i first went raving and so i wanted to do it as soon as i saw it and um so when i gave my first show after i got my first pair of gloves um i was just i was super excited like i i kind of felt like i could already do it in a way i don't know i guess i got a little cocky about it but um (laughs) I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to get in front of as many people as possible mm-hmm. um, just to kind of show what I could do because I think what I enjoy the most about gloving is um, just the individual ways that um, different people like use the space around them and just, um, you know, just manipulate the lights. Like everyone has their own flow, their own style and their own color schemes. And I just love seeing what people come up with. And then I like to share what I can come up with. That's so cool. Okay. <clears throat> so I have a question. Um, I can see, like, just talking to you, watching you, you talk with your hands, too. Yeah. And, and that's – I think that's neat. And, and it's kind of an interesting way to express yourself in a very intimate kind of scene with you, like you said, just giving a, a show to, like, one person or maybe a couple of people. Um, so it's much more intimate than maybe something like – uh, hooping or, you know, some of the other kinds of, of arts that we're seeing here that we've, you know, had on the show. Um, do you ever feel like, I don't know, like people don't understand gloving and what you're actually trying to do? Cause like, I've never had it done for me. Like I've never like seen mm-hmm. some, like I've watched people do it online, but I've never really had someone do like a light show for me. And is it just supposed to evoke some kind of feeling in the person that you're, Hmm. Well, um, that's an interesting question, too. Um, I think, I mean, for one, it's just what I think the viewer wants to get out of it, for one. But um, I would say that it's 
in a lot of ways, I, I think the best compliment, I, I guess the best way I can answer this question is that the best compliment I ever got from giving somebody a show was that they said that um, this track that I was doing a show to, mm-hmm. um, I, I wasn't familiar what the track was called, but um, once I finished the show, this girl had said, thank you so much. You, I really love this track over here, and you made me like this track more mm-hmm. because of just seeing... Uh, I guess a certain interpretation of it. I guess the way I like to think of it is if you heard a song you really like and then you saw the music video for it later and the music video is really good and then it kind of connects you to that song in a deeper way. Um, I think, if anything, that's kind of what maybe, ever since I got that compliment, that's kind of what I felt like I wanted to do and in a way almost like communicate with somebody without the use of words. See, that's what I was getting at. Like, because a lot of times, a lot of people are able to talk with their hands and, you know, like it kind of um, gives you a way to illustrate what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think with like gloves that just magnifies it even more, like these lights that can help you kind of tell a story or, or convey a message in a kind of different way. I keep thinking about like, um, Noe works in, you know, with, computers and software and all the little like beep boop lights and like okay <laughs> this light is blinking that's sending a message like and i'm like okay well with 10 of those like what kind of a message are you sending incoming facts yeah like i'm about to just like and then yes. and then i also kept thinking about the little fish from nemo whenever they're giving him directions and they were forming like other different signs and i'm like can i make my fingers do that like oh the, here it's the eac you know like yeah. <laughs> they're like, like shadow puppets <laughs> Yeah. That's actually where I first got inspiration from. Actually, when I first started gloving and I didn't know, I didn't even know what finger rolls were, uh-huh. like, you know, this little yeah. deal, right? Um, yes, we're, we're doing finger <laughs> ballet right now. Yes. <laughs> That's the um, extent of my abilities. Yes, but um, no, but I, I got some inspiration just from watching, like, shadow puppet patterns. And oh, I would neat. just start with that. And yeah. then, um, and then it just kind of turned into like mm-hmm. I finally there were like there started being more established like YouTube tutorials and I was able to kind of build a more structured foundation you know? yeah because for a while I mean I think for the first two years I just didn't know what the heck I was doing I was just like hey this looks cool to do with your hands you know <laughs> so do you um, spend time like with a with a light and then like the wall like there's a little bunny and like, <laughs> <laughs> like how do you how do you train yourself to come up with new things well um some of it is just um I, I guess really it's just some of it's just like a little bit of imagination, you know, yeah. like sometimes I may just, um, I don't know, at least with like jobs I've had in the past where I get like a lot of downtime, um, you know, I may just be kind of like, I, cause I used to always have a nervous habit of just like fiddling with my hands. So mm-hmm. when I'm doing this, I'm like, Oh, Hey, I like how this hand bends like this. Well, what if I try to do the same thing with the other hand mm-hmm. and sort of like make it like a mirror image mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. And I was like, hey, that would look like that would be pretty cool. And you just kind of visualize the lights at the tips of your fingers. And, you know, I guess it's just trying to um, visualize it. And then later, once I get the chance, like put the gloves on and see how it actually works. Um, I just spent a lot of time like practicing in like in front of a mirror, you yeah. know, so that's so. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like light bright. 
Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. I feel like it's very, it's it's (laughs) evocative of a lot of children's playthings. It is, yeah. One other other lady that I saw that was doing some practice, she was like, one way that she practices is by using one of those strings where you can make like a cat's cradle and then like, you know, fold this like string in between your fingers to make like a little cup and saucer. And then Mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? I'm trying to remember what that's called. Hmm. Um, But I I thought that was kind of interesting. I think it's literally called like a cat's cradle. Cat's cradle. Yeah. Um, you can make Jacob's Ladder. And yes, like, you know like exactly a, what I'm like talking origami about. Origami type of deal. Yeah, <laughs> it, but it's like Just it's a, like with a with a string in between hmm. your fingers, and it was kind of neat because she was like, blah, 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 and I got so fast at like doing all these different things, and I was like, okay, now if they <laughs> can make that light up, like a light up string where you could do that, that would be super cool. That would be cool. There's like a white stuff. string, and then black lights would still look pretty dope. I think. But <laughs> all right, there's your next invention. Boom! Yes, there done. We go. Best of cast. Light up, cat's making cradle. things happen. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know. So, <laughs> what do you experience whenever you um, walk? <clears throat> excuse me. What do you experience whenever you like walk into a show or a festival with your gloves? Like what? Like sometimes there can be like negatives. Like I remember there's lights all night a couple years ago where they were like very anti gloves, and some people just snuck them in anyways. But Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess, like, do people just come up to you and they're like, yes, give me a show, like, immediately, or? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it really depends on the show. Um, I guess the ones that are my favorites are the ones where, you know, everybody, like, and now generally I have, like, a rule, like, I don't go up and ask people if they want shows. Like, people have to come up and ask me. It's mm-hmm. more of an etiquette type of thing. But um, I think there's been um, some shows where it's just as soon as you put your gloves on I mean within a few minutes somebody's already asking to uh, get a show and then you know it'll you'll you'll do the one show and then like their friend will walk up and then they'll want a show and then maybe somebody else who sees you giving a show they're like oh well he's giving shows I'm gonna go over and get a show yeah <laughs> and then so I give them a show and then, and you're then sold it's just shows everywhere yep exactly it's a sold out show <laughs> sorry yep. ladies and, then, and gentlemen he's booked he's booked <laughs> yeah no it, it happens in fact if anything we start having to get efficient where I'm like all right five of you just stand here and I'm gonna do it all for all five uh-huh. you, right have you ever had to tell someone no I have. Once in a while, I hate to do it. It's just sometimes I I tell people, like, maybe a little later, I'm just exhausted. Um, and I think after a while, like, you know, you start to take a little, like, almost as an artist, like, you take pride in your work. And if you feel like you can't give them the show that you feel like would give it justice, um, you know, you can I, – I sometimes will polite, politely decline. But if I can catch up with them later, um, you know – I'll uh, still give them a show if I run into them again. But, um, yeah, it's just a matter of just, you know, I get tired and, you know, got to take a break a little bit, um, you know, before I, you know, wake up the next day with carpal tunnel. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm going to have awful arthritis when I'm an old man. Do you do stretches before? Yes, I do. But, you know, who knows? It'll just be like overuse. (laughs) I'll be like one of those people that like – Pretty much, I'm gonna have to like use one of those grabbers. You know, to- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, technical question: mm-hmm. What happens whenever you have an itch? Whenever you're performing a light show, like what if your face itches? <laughs> oh man, I like these questions. I'm like, what if you accidentally like, you know, you're like, oh my nose, there's something in my nose, and you start picking your nose with your gloves. I'm working into the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. That's what let you just, do. Let me just, you're a glover. That's what go you like do. This. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to itch yes. my nose. I right call now. this one the airplane. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's pretty much what I do. If I, well, a lot of times I would just try to ignore it, but 
um, if it really is a bad itch, I probably would just try to. I've I've had one time where it's like the inside of my eye just itched really bad, and I kind of did this one little move where it was like I did like a, I don't know what they call a tut, and I did it in front of my face and sort of just like kind of yes. scratched it a little scratch, bit, scratch, and scratch. then just went back to what I was doing. Yes. Um, Yes, there's definitely um, – got to improvise every once in a while. <laughs> also, do you it's, ever feel extra powerful if somebody ticks you off and you give them one of these? <laughs> you flip them the bird and it's like, it's on fire. <laughs> like, let me turn it on red. Like, <laughs> no, but I feel like I should do that. I, I have that, not actually had the pleasure of doing that. That violates, yeah. like, the peace, love, unity, and I feel like, thing, But, yeah. yeah. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I just yeah. I want one finger of a glove. <laughs> <I can> just, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm driving, sometimes on 35. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> like, beckon them with a middle finger. Like, come over here. Come hither. Come hither and say it to my face. Oh. Right. Um, you know, I could say one of the biggest struggles, uh, you know, it makes me think of is just trying to fiddle with your phone when you have your fucking gloves on. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Well, like, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, what's your name, man? Well, you know, what's your number? And I'm like sitting here trying to like, you know, enter in things. But that's the good thing the about t- rave names, though, is that most of the time no one no one else is called King Mickey, right? Nope, not See? that I, not to my knowledge. You need, a, you need a glowing crown, but you need to wear it off to the side, like your hip. Well, I have a candy crown. Like, did I not mention that I am also a candy kid? Like, I was going to bring that up. But yes, you stole my question. Oh yes, like uh, yes, that's like another thing. Like um, I, a massive candy kid, and like, that's another thing. I think like. Um, I think candy tied in a lot with gloving too, because it would be. Um, you know, like giving someone a light show and then maybe trading them a piece of candy. So it's like they have a way of like remembering. And then also times I love when like sometimes people make candy that is just gloving themed. I have like quite a few of those. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cherish this. So, um, you know, definitely some good memories from like EDC in that way. Um, and then sometimes just being traded candy just because somebody like really enjoyed a light show you gave them or something. So, yeah. Sarah, do you have any questions for me? I do not. <laughs> we just kind of we just kind of do our well, thing, and I don't want to leave you out. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, that's okay. No, feel free to interrupt us whenever. Mm-hmm. You can just like shove your hand over my face and be like, "Listen, bitch." Oh, what we am probably I won't say that. Oh, I can but. say I would love to like work at some festivals. I've been wanting to kind of get more involved in like volunteering and all that. So it's um, I like to hear that's any awesome. insights you have. So for sure, what you doing on the second? Oh, the, is that the second? That is the second. We'll talk about that off air because this will air after that. Oh, That's yes. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, so. Yes. <laughs> um, so I had a couple – one of the questions back to gloving for a second. Yeah. Um, whenever you – have you ever tried to incorporate, like, props or different other light-up things while you're gloving? Mm-hmm. So what, um, do you, what have you done? Uh, well, I also um, – in addition to gloving, um, I also do orbiting and poi. Mm-hmm. Um Orbits. I mean, they're not my strongest flow arts. I mean, I think my main is gloving, but um, I've messed around with uh, using like an orbit with it or what they call glorbit. Um, and, you know, it's it's kind of a hit or miss type of deal. I mean, if it's a real closed in spot, it's not as effective. You know, I get way too paranoid by like hitting somebody in the face with the I orbit. I hit myself in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it hurts. You know, 
Yeah, well, that thing will bite you, and even for the most experienced orbiters, like that thing, it, it's got a little, it's got a pinch for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, it's been a fun way to kind of just you know add a new spin to a show. Um, I, it's I think it's really good at like outdoor festivals. Uh, I have like a couple of videos from like Euphoria in 2015 of doing some Glorbit shows. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, definitely really fun. In fact, it's a really cute video because the guy gave me a hug afterwards. Aww. <laughs> I was like, you have a video of it? <laughs> yes, yeah, somewhere. I got to go like dig through my Dropbox. I but um, yeah, I have like my friend Arson's Kitty to thank for like recording a lot of like great uh, shows that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it'd been one of those things afterwards. I'm like, man, I wish I had recorded that because I felt like I was in the zone. Um, and so, like, I have quite a few. Um, videos that go back almost to maybe about 2014 or so um that's awesome yeah some funny stuff from like edc and all that <laughs> so neat. what's your favorite festival that you've been to so far um hmm. be a tough question i i mean despite all of the issues with it i would probably say tomorrow world when i went in 2015 that was the uh, when it was in the u.s yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I definitely, uh, Tomorrowland is on a bucket list for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, uh, Tomorrow World 2015, um, th that was the one that had like that big rain and all that that mudslide issue. Um, but that was still, um, I think, just with, uh, for one, I love camping festivals in particular, but also I just love the aesthetic and just the design ideas. And it, also the site that they picked out there in Georgia really, um, gives a sense of immersion like I, I didn't really feel like i was in the real world at all when i was there like the whole weekend um so uh you know i like the natural setting um and then plus just met some really awesome people there um and uh yeah and i i, I love camping so what can i say do you, know? you have tips for camping festivals um gosh i mean there could probably be a lot of them but i would say uh, bring lots of wet wipes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, be careful about going to the porta potties really early in the morning. Okay, um, why is yeah. that? Well, just um, see, this is gross. it's yeah. Okay. There's a certain point in the morning when they clean the porta potty, so you want to kind of go a little bit around like ten o'clock. Don't go at like six or seven in the morning because then. <laughs> Well, everybody was that was there the night before, mm. you know, everybody partied really hard and Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little TMI there, but no. um <laughs> uh, I guess other tips I I would say <coughs> is just um stay and this is really a festival tip in general, stay very hydrated and um Camelbacks are your friend. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and I would say fanny packs too. Oh yeah. Yep. Um Oh, another thing is take your take your valuables with you when you go to the festival. Do not leave them in your tent. Um, okay. It wasn't at Tomorrow World. Well, at Tomorrow World, I've heard a lot about people getting robbed. Mm -hmm. But also at uh, Backwoods in 2015, um, there were – like our I was with a group of people and we camped out in the woods. We had like a group campsite and ours as well as our neighbor's site got 
you know, raided on like the last night, like during the headliners. Um, and actually it was crazy because it was actually the security of like the, uh, event, uh, yeah, of the event. It was some private security company that the promoters had hired, but, um, yeah, they went through all the tents and luckily I and my friend, we didn't have anything stolen from us cause we carry it with us. But, um, one girl that was in our camp had, you know, wallet keys uh cell phone stolen along with like some other expensive camping stuff do you think locks on the tent would have prevented that or no um well to a degree but you know it it, people can still cut open the tent Mm -hmm. it's still fabric yes Mm -hmm. but depending on this you know scenario it's still a deterrent because then they have to go through all the effort of cutting it and then other people can see them and Mm -hmm. you know obviously they can tell they're ransacking a tent but um yeah that that's one thing that really comes to mind is you know you would ideally you would think in an environment like that people wouldn't do that but you know there there does seem to be people that seem to want to just go to those events just Just to capitalize on it did you experience anything like that whenever you were ground control at Bitalooms? I was going to say that, yes. The, it was the last night during the headliners. Oh, yeah. And it was just one particular, there was rows of uh, campsites, and it was just that one particular row, and they went down and hit every single one. And people had, like, their own setups, with their mm-hmm. laptops and their, their music and everything, and all of that was stolen. It was actually during Bass Nectar. Oh. <laughs> they were so mad. Um, but there just happened to not be one of us on that particular street at that time, and, and we didn't catch them. But mm-hmm. one thing I do, you say and somebody stole, like, keys and stuff. Mm-hmm. People lost keys all the time, and there's always someone working from ground control with um, the lost and found Mm -hmm. and they had so many things returned to people like that was a a really good thing and I like the plur aspect of that because people were actually turning in cell phones and money that they found and all that stuff like that's a good thing Um, but in that one street like we didn't have really any complaints and Mm -hmm. you know I thought that was good do you think it would be good to have like some kind of like undercover, I guess, ground control people. Do they have that? That can kind of like look like a regular person. So if someone's actually like breaking into tents and stuff like that too, you're not wearing a bright purple shirt or something. Probably why they don't let you take the shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd probably be smart. They had security around too, but you think that would deter people. But like I said, there's always those few people that are there. There's always one. Yes. So anytime you got a big group, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a, you know, proportion type deal, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I really want them to bring Middlelands back though. I missed yes. out on it and I feel devastated. Well mm-hmm. he was saying that um tomorrow world, like you said that you were not in the real world, that it was just like yeah, setting, that's what Middlelands felt like. Like you were in the Renaissance. They oh, made, went above it. and beyond for the, you know, characters dressed up in costume and all of that stuff and just being at the Renaissance Festival, like it was you, you did not feel like you were in the real world. <laughs> I hope they yeah, bring it back. I wish I had gone, too. I'm a big Ren Fair guy, too. And, like, I was like, oh, man, they're having this where they have the, you know, um, TRF and everything. Yeah. But yeah. I was um, so sure it was going to come back 2018 yeah. that I was like, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll do it next year. 
what mm. an idiot. <laughs> yep. No. Well, they said 2019. It uh, should be back. So, yeah. crossing our fingers, they can find a location like that. It also worries me. What if they, like, built up the hype so much now? That what if, like, I have, like, this really high expectation? Um, it may not yep. be as good not at <laughs> TRF. True. So, yep. um, oh, yeah. That's going to cause issues as well. He did mm. Snapchats a while back, too, of him touring different, like, mm-hmm. uh like venues, spaces, and stuff like that, but a lot of them were much smaller mm-hmm. than what was, I guess, ideal. But yeah. It, it makes huge. it hard. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, what was your first rave? Oh, um, first rave. Uh, well, and it's pretty. It's it's very separated from the point that I actually became a raver. But I would say my first rave was uh, in two thousand seven. It was. Uh, I didn't actually know the name of the event, but it was a Psytrance event, um, and I was in college at the time. Uh, I went with, you know, just a couple friends. Um, yeah, this friend of mine just, you know, knew that I was into, um, you know, electronic music. I was already into trance and all that stuff before I really went to any, like, sort of shows. And uh, she was like, yeah, I think you would like this deal, and it was at a um a place that's it's i found out later it's outside of austin but called the rec plant and it was kind of more or less like an underground psytrance type of event and um it was definitely really wild and like um and it, it was transformative in a lot of ways but it wouldn't be till like a couple of years later that i actually went to like another what i would say is a rave mm-hmm. um and that was more like 2010 where I think I started going more to like events out in Dallas and kind of being more um, introduced to like the afterlife scene. If I don't know if you're ever familiar oh, with Oh, I know yeah. what afterlife is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So afterlife, insomnia, you know, the whole after hours club scene. Um, that kind of more or less started in 2010. But I would say, yeah, technically my first rave was a Psytrance rave, which um, that's much more of a different type of like it has a much different character than just your normal like club rave Mm -hmm. um and but after um, your first rave you're like i need to be in all of this yes precisely (laughs) i mean i wanted to go back to it uh there was like for a while in college it just every time there'd be like a really good show coming up it would be like whenever i have like a paper due so i'm like i have to be the responsible person and stay you know in for the weekend you know steady for a test um, but you know, once I got close to the end of college and then when I just got out of college and had a little more free time to go out to things, um, I, uh, I think like the first individual artist that I went to, like just as a show was, uh, Rusco mm-hmm. and that was in Houston actually before I moved out to DFW. Um, it was like Rusco and then, uh, did you guys ever hear of a like identity fest? It was. I've um, heard of it. It only went around for like two years. It yes. it, it went under, but uh, it was like put on by Skull Candy. It was like their sponsored event, <laughs> and um, I, that was like my first more or less like festival. And it was at. Um, it was funny. It was in the woodlands at the Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion, like, and just kind of like a really. Um, I don't know, an odd place to have like kind of more or less like rave culture there because, you know, there's like, uh, you know, lots of people in skimpy outfits walking over down the streets and, you know, it's the woodlands. It's, it's a more, um, kind of well to do. Yes. Type of place. Um, but I remember 
at that festival though um i think i saw like pretty lights for the first time and that was yeah that was definitely like <laughs> another one of those like oh i i'm did you make I'm pretty lights while sure. you were listening to pretty lights uh yes i did <laughs> i remember i just got my first set of gloves which were these um they weren't even the ones that have individual lights at the fingertips they were like these pre-wired ones that you can buy for twenty dollars and (laughs) i remember i had those but they um i remember i was holding a drink and just the condensation from the drink made one of the lights just completely give out like all the wires just (laughs) yeah they got too wet and so i was walking around with just one glove and then two of the lights in the glove that was working went out. So I was giving people one-handed little light shows just like like making it look like I was picking like things off their face and stuff. And I I, I guess people got a kick out of it. But, you know, as I was saying before, you got to improvise. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's why I haven't thought of that story in a long time. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we got to bring it out. Of yes, here. yes. You know, <laughs> once you get the king soundtrack. rambling, you know, yeah. who knows what he's going to say. <laughs> yes. There you go. Um, so tell us, are there some resources or tutorials, tips for people that are wanting to start gloving? Where do we find those? Hmm. Uh, well, I think the best place is, you know, you can start on um, YouTube is got just a plethora of great tutorial videos for starting off gloving and really kind of breaking it down to make it seem less intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's one thing that a lot of new glovers are just very self-conscious because, I mean, there is so many great glovers out there. I think people feel a little intimidated. Um, But um, really, it's, it's not as hard as it looks. It does take time and practice, and there is just so many great resources online that people can uh, jump into it and kind of build their confidence. Mm-hmm. So anyone can learn. Yes. Okay. But. <laughs> but. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, well, as I was talking about training videos, I think there's one particular video, like we don't even need to look at modern stuff. Uh, there is a great video from back from the 80s. Okay. There was a thing called finger fitness put on by a man named, I think his name is Greg Irwin. You can use your, your uh, warmers on your fingers. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. So I actually tell people that want to get into it, I was like, actually watch finger fitness. For one, it's just 80s cheese all over the place. So it's really <laughs> fun to laugh at, the, you know, it's like, oh, and a time when mullets were like a cool thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they count like one and two and three and four? Like, do they do that? Uh, kind of. Well, the guy. Um, <laughs> I need little barbells. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's my motion that I'm doing. It's, um, down and <laughs> it's really funny, but like, he's all like, you know, do pointer bins. Like he's like, he comes up with all these exercises and has names for them and everything like the bins. And I don't know. He he has calls another thing like the ripples. Uh And the ripples is different than like this. The ripple motion that you can do. With your well, hands. The, well, actually, it is kind of like that without like moving your hands, but it's just sort of like moving your fingers. I, but I think yeah, he called it ripples, and then he would call other things like folds, which is just like you know alternating folding your hands. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because it is so cheesy, but it also just builds like the um, the finger independence that I think makes that makes all the other moves with gloving a lot easier to do okay um it's like doing like the weightlifting uh-huh. um for gloves 
to, you know, be able to do the fancy stuff and be able to, like, pull it off, you know, just very eloquently. Can we get tiny weights for our fingers, though, and just, uh, like, just to work them out? Yeah, why not? Tiny Feel the finger burn. There you go, you know. Hey, it's that resistance training, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they have those little things that you put on your fingers and just... <laughs> tiger <can't>. claw. <laughs> tiger claw. I've seen things that are, I'm not sure what it's for. I think it's actually for tarpal, uh, carpal, tarpal, 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 tarpal tunnel. Because it's like, it's like a thing you put on that's like a bracelet and then it's got like little um, bands mm-hmm. that connect to each finger and you're supposed to like stretch, stretch. them. I don't know, but I think that could be definitely like a. I feel like I get stretch. cramps in my yeah. hands every time I try to do anything to <laughs> flow already. I'm just like, oh god, I'm like uh, arthritis. Yeah, mine <laughs> pop too much. It'd be like pop, 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 pop. It could be part of the song, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, I really love that song. What is it? My knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> pop, lock, and drop it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, I've always admired it and I think it's it's really cool. Um I am gonna start wrapping up my questions, but um uh, second to last question. Um do you if you had like a person that you would want to be sponsored by or a company you would want to be sponsored by, who would it be? Hmm. Good question. Um hmm. I would say like futuristic lights. Uh-huh. Um you know, I like um, I generally like their products and their innovation. And um, is that what you're working with now? Is that your equipment that you have now? Yes, I mean that's the most recent set I bought it from, and I do like um, Amazing's um, equipment quite a bit too. Um, but I think uh, just with futuristic lights, I, I I particularly like their sponsored glovers the most too. Just in terms of their style, um, I think just from what I watch out of that, I think that's where I draw the most inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, though, you know, in the long run, it's, um, you know, whether or not I get like sponsorship isn't an ultimate goal. It's just like, Hey, it'd be cool to be noticed. But, uh, for the most part, I think I just, I just live for the, the smile on people's faces of just, you I know, love that. yeah, you got to make it fun. You don't got to go straight to business. No, exactly. Too. You know, um, yeah, I mean, keep it fun. Cause I think for me, it's a hobby and it's a, you know, my passions are mostly my hobbies. And I think the minute that it stops becoming fun is just when I'm not going to want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever try to do one of those? Like, I know Amazing Lights is the, the, was it called like Lights On or something mm-hmm. like that? The challenges or the yeah. videos. Have you submitted some of those before? Oh, I haven't, but I've been um, considering <laughs> that. But, you know, one of the things that is holding me back right now is I just need better recording equipment, mm. which um, I'm looking into, the, you know, this year I'm going to invest into a nice GoPro. Uh, that's what most people tend to use for like recording any sort of flow arts. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I've just mainly been recording off my phone and you know, it just doesn't do it justice. You got to have like that fisheye effect going on. Um, and so I think once I get that, I would um, look towards just trying to submit some more things into um, into avenues like that. And there's, um, there's like quite a few gloving communities that I like to share recordings with. Um, it's not only just kind of to entertain, but it's also just to get feedback from other glovers. And, um, I think that's, um, ultimately like what I like to get out of gloving for the most part is, um, you know, entertain, make people happy. And then also, um, you know, meet new people and help them grow too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. And my very, very last question is, um, in the community, do you do anything else besides, like, flow arts and stuff, too? Is there 
a way that you try to like bring the community together or is it just flow arts? Oh, um, I, uh, well, used to do more frequently, but I'm looking at starting to get back into, I used to do like candy picnics, candy parties. Um, I'm actually, I was actually going to ask you fine ladies, if y'all wanted to sometime, um, come to this candy perler party that I'm, yeah, plan to do. Perlers. Yeah, that's see? my cup of tea. Um, I like to do uh, get-togethers for that kind of thing. Um, I haven't like narrowed down a specific day, but I'm looking at trying to do something like that in uh, you know next so couple fun. months. It's yeah, um, you know, and I um, I still have like a lot of the candy and stuff I've made. Uh, so that that's been one thing. Um, just on a side note, I used to do a. Uh, you guys ever heard of like Meetup.com? Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to. My, like my big entryway into Dallas Rays was I used to run a meetup group uh, called like DFW Ravers Unite, um, through which you know it would just be networking to get people to like meet up at shows. You know, like for me it was just a way to make friends because I would go out to shows and I just I didn't know a lot of people, so um, this made it real easy to kind of um, go to shows with people and then also get to know them and like become friends. And then it makes the show experiences better. Cause you're like, you know, partying with friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, I'm really big about all of that, you know, flow arts, candy, and then just the all around community building. And that just, you know, that bleeds into all those activities. So That's awesome. yeah. I love it. Let us know whenever your candy making perla party is because We'll share it. We'll we'll get a lot of people oh, yeah. going. Uh, we'll, oh, bring, we'll bring the beads. I have a lot of perler beads because oh, that's good. my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I have quite a lot, too, because my friend stopped making them, and so she gave me all of hers. Um, and, yes, I'm looking to particularly just make a lot of perlers to hang up on my walls and stuff. Just to, That's mostly what I've been doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? i got to fill up the negative space. <laughs> I, have, so. like, I make, like, multiple board projects, too, that I'm just like, why don't I just go buy one of those, like, extra long ones yep. and just stack them in? But they're, like, six to ten boards now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, right. But it's so fun. You can get real, real in depth with them too. The bigger they are, the more detail they are. Oh my gosh! Yes, man. Some of the stuff I've seen with, um, with perlers, like you know, people that professionally make them, like they make like people's like portraits out of them. I'm like, I don't know how, where you get the time to do that, but that's awesome. I love your res that you made. Yeah, the light up. The res is my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, I got like. Okay, when L, like LED fidget spinners were going out of style, yeah. I bought them like crazy because they were super cheap. And so I popped out the lights on it and used clear perler beads for Rez's eyes. And then I like hot glued them behind it. Oh, really? So you like squeeze it and then her eyes are all lighting up and they kind of resemble her glasses. Dude, that's, so. awesome. that is dope. She's I love when people so like pretty. put LEDs and like I love when people like can mix lights and stuff into like mm-hmm. their uh, like candy and perlers and stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them that I don't even go off of patterns. I just sit down and if I got the creative bug that bit me, then I just go to town for like days and just start Dude, making that's stuff. Cool. So my friend, Heck he yeah. luckily doesn't listen to this, but um, I made him a uh, like a chibi Godzilla trying to destroy a city. That's what <laughs> oh. I'm working on right now because Godzilla is his favorite. So <laughs> oh, I'm not done yet, but like, there's no yeah. pattern for that. So I've just been 
You know, my first draft, though, kind of looked like Reptar, not going to lie. Oh, wow. That even better. I, I remember I actually, yeah, I don't know. I was just at something like a few months ago. Somebody was like rocking a, like a candy necklace with a Reptar perler. And I was like, well, and he had like all like these Rugrats ones, like one with like Chucky and Tommy and all that. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Must be a 90s kid. Oh, yeah. Very. I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. It was like 70% of everyone at the raves. Like everyone's all just rocking their 90s nostalgia. Heck, actually, that was a lot of my candy, you know, the, yeah. the theme I went off of. So. Yeah, I do that a lot, too. It's really, yeah. it's fun, and, it, you know, you know who you're, whoever you trade it to is going to love it. Yeah. So that's one of the things, too. Yes. Uh, that wraps up my question. Miss Dana, do you have anything else for us? I really just have one more. Um, and then I also have a suggestion. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I always, I always okay. the ridiculous one here, because... Like, there's, like, the questions that are, like, related to what you do, and I'm, like, oh, like 20 degrees this other way. So. <laughs> um, okay, so one of my questions, what's your very favorite song to perform to ever? Um, Mercury and Solace by BT. I have not heard it, and I have to look it up. Yeah, it's an oldie. It's an oldie. Yeah. Okay. Oldie but goodie. Yes. I mean, like, when, we, when I say oldie, we're... Yeah, this is like 2000 like yeah. when this came out. That's <laughs> cool. Well, years ago. there's a lot of, yeah. We're, well, I know it's weird because, yeah, and now, now it's, yeah, that's like thinking, I don't know, at a time that's like thinking of the 80s now, but like now the 80s is like almost 40 years ago, you know? Uh, yeah. Stop talking. Uh, stop talking. You stop. Who invited you to the show? Yeah. Oh, just kidding. Okay, Buzz Killington, <laughs> yes. My other suggestion is I think that you should learn, um, uh, sign language. Oh yes, um, it's funny you mentioned that because that is I do have some interest in learning that. Nice. Um, but I think it's right now it's just I need to like dedicate the time to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean that's like everything. I'm like yeah, I need to work on my Spanish and yeah, then uh, you can like work it into the shows. It'd be so cute. Yeah, I'm sending a message. <laughs> and then it, it, like it'll catch people off guard cool. if they know sign language too, because then they'll be like, huh. And then I think it'll, like, give, like, another aspect to it. You can do, like, certain words yeah. in sign language. Like, if it's, like, a Porter song, you can do something with, like, love and cute yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, you know? Well, I, I'm getting inspired here. I always I admit. Like, a, at a lot of concerts, they'll have somebody who's signing the words to the songs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be perfect for, like, at an EDM concert where there's there are words in some of the songs where somebody can, like, yeah. actually sign to somebody who can't they're, hear it. Yeah. Because people, like, like and to enjoy, like, feeling the bass and everything thing like that and feeling the music and mm -hmm. um but it would be really cool to know what's actually being said too. Mm -hmm. yeah there's actually a cool video too i remember seeing from edc um during an above and beyond set i think and yeah there was uh there was like a deaf girl there and her um interpreter was actually during like a break in the song was like you know, signing what the lyrics and stuff were saying. It's like That's one cute. of the cutest things I've ever seen. It's not like how Above and Beyond is already emotional already. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, ah. It's just like, oh my gosh, you're helping her like enjoy it even more. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is too much, you know? Let's all have a good cry. Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, you can like say something like in Above and Beyond, like, it's okay to cry. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sentimental as fuck. <laughs> you can have like one like orange, yellow hand, one blue, like light blue hand. <laughs> right. Sun and moon. So then you could do like wow. things with that. Man, that's some next level shit. <laughs> but you know that is like yeah that I, it, that is like one of those kind of things I dream of of like just really like being able to do a perfect show to a song that just like you know it almost looks like I choreographed it. Yeah. Um, do you want to get like a team of like backup dancers? <laughs> 
that you can do like some people are doing like poi and orbit back behind you while you're doing like your gloves and you just get like a whole squad oh yeah well i'm <laughs> trying to i've been uh it's been a goal for a while but uh it's it's hard to it's hard to maintain get everybody all into the same place but uh yeah i've got some great friends that are interested in doing some collaboration um got know some great hoopers and then uh i have more or less my poise and say like i'm not all that great at poi yet i've been maybe doing it for like a year and a half like i'm okay but like i have people that just you know it's like it's like who I go to to like put me in my place. Yeah, <laughs> I need to, I need you to like help guide me into better orbiting because all I do is smack myself in the face really well. But <laughs> other than that, I don't really. Oh, you know, I mean, I can at least make sure you don't hit yourself in the face. <laughs> like again, true. you know, orbiting is still kind of working on that because they just came out with some great like a new tech with that, and I'm still getting used to like now you can almost like use the orbit in a similar manner to like poi Mm -hmm. because now they have like the weighted handles yeah so i'm still getting used to that um but yeah all the basics with orbiting is just you know trying to keep it close to your face but like in that perfect little plane where it's like not hitting your face but also not too far out where you're hitting somebody else's face yeah i always feel like i'm strangling my hands like the string Oh yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. You got to build the calluses right here. You know, <laughs> the key to everything. Hey, calluses. you know, get those finger weights. You know, like, yeah. and then just work on that. Eighties work. workout <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yep. So when you assemble your team, um, let me know, and I will go and dig out my light up Omega uh, yo yo. <laughs> I used to be able to do some pretty cool stuff with that in fifth grade. Oh, oh, walking the dog. oh yeah. yeah, around you, the world. So you were the coolest kid in fifth grade, weren't you? I was definitely not because I also had bruises on my legs and like everything that this I mean I would do it inside my mm-hmm. house and my mom's like you're breaking stuff could you not and I'm just like <laughs> but I have to practice so I can be on the Yo Mega like awesome team <laughs> and so yeah no I had a I had a light up one that was pretty cool yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll assemble the squad we're we're gonna make our own like LED Yo 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 Mega squad I'll be the person that like hangs out in the back with like my laser pointer the Omega. I'm also a teacher. <laughs> you get one soft glow stick. Don't hit anybody. <laughs> That's so it. awesome. Uh, okay, very cool. Awesome. Well, you got any more questions, madam? I think I'm. I think I'm out. Oh, uh, actually, if you could put anything else on the ends of gloves, hot dogs. You... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I was like, lasers would be cool, but then everyone would be blind because you're like, nah, 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 nah. like ah, do not cool shine show. into anybody's eyes. You're like, oh, what do I do? You're like pointing up to the yeah. floor. It's I the th- greatest <laughs> show because it's the last show you'll ever see. Um, or like, I, okay, so I also thought back to our Hooper. Some of the Hoopers have like ones that have like little things that have flames that come off of them. I'm like, uh-huh. flaming fingers. Ooh. That would be really cool to like shot off sparks. Like, you can like, yeah. you can like uh, Tony Stark it. And like make it to where you have like palm flames lights. that come out of the, the the palm. That'd be cool when you go. Pow. Yeah, but you have like <laughs> hairs on fire. Yeah, like, hey, put firecrackers in there. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> just Pops. like black cats. Just. I'm sorry, you're on fire now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, hey, that show was fire, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it was lit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't uh, tell me you put hairspray in today. <laughs> oh, oh, it was lit. <laughs> 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 okay, all right, there. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. If you could put anything on the end of your fingers on gloves, what would you put? Um, okay. I think I would put um, probably like other lights there, but I would make them like somewhere you look at them and they're like a little like like an alien face or something. Mm-hmm. So that way I could put them like right here on my knuckles and sort of like have them like uh, almost like, you know, you'd like a finger roll this way with the tips of your fingers and then have your knuckles have like little faces and then make it look like they're like talking or something. I don't know. That would be really Like just cool. something where like you get real like, you know, kind of emphasizing the almost kind of like childlike. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they get like attachments that you could put on gloves? You could put like a little disco ball. On the top of it. I also thought about like police, not sirens, police lights. Like if you had tiny little ones that just go. All right. Then you can like be a part of the what is it ground crew? Somebody gets hurt in the middle, yeah. of like woo woo. Yeah, right. Excuse me. These are my emergency fingers, please. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you could like just take the glove off and twirl it. You know, it's like, like a helicopter in. Would that have made your job way more interesting if you had like little gloves that with sirens on them? Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah. we only had the the sticks. The light up sticks, um, and we were not allowed to play with them. <laughs> oh, they're only for if someone needed to be found. We had to. Oh. Hold you could do them like up. the little batons, like whatever, like maybe like a big like float or something, or like some big equipment's coming over. You can kind of like direct it, you know, over <laughs> like this airplane. Way. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like the airport, <laughs> you know? All right, are we a little closer, a little okay. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, amazing lights, uh, amazing lights. Your, I, I, my contact information is there if you want to hire me um, <laughs> yes. for some other ideas. We're gonna go into the business of Total loving attachments. Crew. Yes, um, to where we can get aliens and disco balls and mm-hmm. sirens. But there'll be like little rings that you can just stick on your knuckles or something. Yeah. <laughs> or ten of those little things, you know those things that you um you spin them around and it says the time, like in the lights. Ooh. But ten of those. <laughs> so you can go like this and be sending all the messages. I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> no more light shows. <laughs> no. I have to itch my nose. <laughs> oh, it's this. Uh, that was good. It's like, no more shows, people. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. No. <laughs> I feel like I would just have to pee. It'd be like, I need to go, guys. I'm sorry. I got something in my nose. Don't look. But it's like lit up from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Your oh, nose man. is all orange or whatever from lights. It's lights changing inside there. Yeah, you can see your veins in your nose. <laughs> oh, my gosh. gosh. I'm, t- I'm actually 12. <laughs> sorry. I thought so, you know. You know, just because you get older doesn't mean you actually get yeah. older. Well, you know, I'm actually six years old. I'm actually three six years old oh. inside big person clothes. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, so, so you can sneak into the R-rated movies, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The trench coat. What is that? Rug- or not Rugrats. Uh, I think Rugrats did that once. Yeah. But <laughs> they sneak they, into yeah. movies and not... buy cigarettes. Yeah. You know. Little rascals. Yes. I think is what <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of. That's what it was. And we got a lot of really great shows coming up, so I'm very excited. Yes. And uh, we'll keep you all updated or where you can come find your Festa crew at these upcoming shows. Um, We got your stickers. We got your glow sticks. We got your handshakes. (laughs) We got your finger glove attachments. (laughs) We got your hot dogs for your fingers. (laughs) I once again didn't get to eat dinner before recording today, so... We always talk about food. I'm just always hungry. It Mm -hmm. just never goes away. (laughs) Hungry. For more ADM music. Yeah. <laughs> Not food, but also food. I was actually looking up today about how 
Tomorrowland has some really great food. <laughs> and that's how I spent the last hour of work I just, while I was waiting for my coworker to come back. <laughs> oh, I just remember you talking about the cereal bar for like yes! three months. It's the only reason why I'm going to Electric Forest this year. And if they don't have it, I want a refund. <laughs> Do you think they'll give it to me? <laughs> I think you could probably make your own cereal bar if you took several boxes of different cereals. And then that's you're true. like, oh, this one, this one, this one. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Franken cereal. Did I tell you how I made like, uh, since apparently not that many people at my work like cereal, they like waffles more. So I made a waffle bar at work. It was delicious. I have like peanut butter and bananas, and I want to work with you. Yeah, <laughs> working with me is fun. Making <laughs> me want to get a choco taco, really bad. Ooh, you know, God, that's been a long time since I had one of those. All right, so let's finish this up. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> Tell me where we can find you on social media. Uh, well, you can look up King Mickey. You can add me as a friend. I don't care. I'll accept any stranger danger requests, and maybe um, get a new rave name. Possibly. I want a rave name. Yeah. Just, um, you know, you got to send me your picture. You have to make a silly face and then I'll come up with, you know, it's kind of like a roast me type of thing, but then (laughs) the roast, somewhere in that roast, uh, is your rave name. Yes. So at the end, I'm going to give a long, uh, detailed insult, but then at the end, it's like, there's your rave name, you know? I like it. I like it. Um, Like, Like a moth from the... I don't know, or a butterfly from the, I don't know, chrysalis or whatever those things are called. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> you have to go through the, the shitty part and then you emerge on the other side with your mm. rave name like a little butterfly. I just think yes. of like a bug's life where he like <laughs> turns out and he's like, I'm a beautiful butterfly. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how it happens. The evolution <laughs> of it. Um, <laughs> and then also you can check out my page too. Um, it's King Mickey, just hyphen light show artist as well. I just made that page real recently um so you know if you want to go in and just give me a like you know i, I have a very yeah. small audience but we will stalk you, know. you. <clears throat> we're yes. so glad to have run into you at one of our shows that was super cool you know what I, yeah and it's it's meeting people like you guys is what i just love the entire scene for mm-hmm. so thank you for having me absolutely <laughs> and we will check you out at your candy perler making party <laughs> sounds like a plan all right we'll catch y'all next week have a good one <laughs>